that guy in a little coat. Now, I love homemade cookie dough. We are all out of cornflakes, F.U. Took me three hours to figure out that F.U. was Felix Unger. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. All righty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today we're talking about food. It's one of my favorite topics. Actually, I have a lot of favorite topics, as I'm sure longtime listeners know. Music, TV, movies, food, games. I come back to favorite topics because it's stuff that I love to talk about. What can I say? Today's food talk is not going to include a recipe. We often do that. But today I don't have any recipes for you. We'll save those up. Maybe some holiday cookie recipes coming up later. The holidays are fast approaching. We're always talking about food around the holidays. But we always think about food anyway. At least I do. We talk about food all of the time in the Twitch stream. We were talking about French fries this week. By the way, it used to be McDonald's fries were my favorites. Not anymore. I think I have to go with Five Guys. But we're not talking about fast food today. Although, maybe kind of, sort of. We're not talking McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, any of that kind of fast food. The food I'm talking about today is the stuff that's pre-prepared, the pre-packaged stuff. The stuff that's supposed to be bad for us, but we eat it anyway because it's so good. And you'll know what I'm talking about by this example. Kraft macaroni and cheese. Now don't lie, you love it, right? And even if you don't love it, you've had it, and you don't hate it. I don't know anybody who hates Kraft macaroni and cheese. And in fact, most people I know love Kraft macaroni and cheese. That's one of those pre-packaged meals that they sell for a buck a box. I had to think for a second because when I was shopping years and years ago and surviving on it through college, it was about 30 cents a box. That's how old I am. And these days it's probably closer to a buck and a half a box. But still, a buck and a half a box for Kraft macaroni and cheese. It's a steal for the best comfort food out there, right? I mean, what do you need for Kraft macaroni and cheese? You need a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese. You need half a stick of margarine and a quarter a cup of milk. That's it. That's all you need. And then you've got comfort in a pan. It fills you up, it warms your insides, and it tastes so good. Now, don't misunderstand. I've made homemade mac and cheese. I love homemade mac and cheese. I love all the different cheeses you can put into it. I love the little herbs and spices you put into it. I love using different kinds of pasta in it. Homemade mac and cheese is delicious. But there's something about Kraft macaroni and cheese that is so delicious. It's so good, and it's so easy. I mean, next to canned soup, which is also really good, it's probably the easiest hot meal you can make for yourself. And I'm telling you, I did survive on that for many, many years. It was that good, that cheap, and it didn't kill me. So, you know, it had to be good, right? But Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is the prime example of those prepared foods, those fast foods, those meals in a box, those things that we're not supposed to eat, that we all eat anyway, that are really, really good. So that's what I'm talking about today. Now, before we get to the good ones, I'm not going to lie. There are some of those prepared foods that people love that I just don't understand or that I just don't like. And I have a few of them. The list of the stuff I don't like is not quite as long as the stuff that I do like, mostly because, you know, I grew up in the 70s, the 80s. That's the stuff that I loved. That's the stuff that I grew up on. Yeah, a lot of the love is probably nostalgia, but I still eat a lot of that stuff. I do. But the ones that never made the cut for me or that I tolerate but don't really love love there is a few of them like everybody talks about hidden valley ranch i don't exactly remember when hidden valley ranch became a thing it's been around for a while but people love hidden valley ranch and i don't get it 
I mean, ranch dressing is okay. I'm more of an Italian or Russian or French dressing. Ranch dressing is okay, but the love for Hidden Valley Ranch? I mean, it's okay. I'll eat it. I'll dip carrot sticks in it. I'll dip celery sticks in it. I'll dip buffalo wings in it if I can't get any blue cheese. But I don't understand the love for Hidden Valley Ranch. People also love that Nestle Toll House cookie dough that comes in a tube. You've seen that? That's another one I don't get. But that's for a different reason. Now, homemade cookie dough, which is also supposedly bad for you, but I still eat it. But I'll talk about that in the second half of the episode. But the Nestle Toll House chocolate chip cookie dough, it's kind of like the cheater's way to get cookie dough. I mean, I've had it. They have the warning on the label, do not eat raw cookie dough. And I go, yeah, yeah, that applies to everybody else but me. I eat the raw cookie dough. But I don't like the stuff in the tube. It's okay. It's all right for getting quick cookies. But it's nothing compared to homemade cookie dough. I get while people like it, but it's not a big thing for me. And it doesn't get any better when you get the big tub. Have you ever gotten the big tub? If you don't get the tube, if you want the option for the two-pound tub or the five-pound tub, I'm not even sure how big it gets, but I've seen those tubs in the supermarket. It's the same stuff, just in tub form. It's okay. Just not one of my favorite things. I feel the same way about the Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. You know, the ones that come in the tube. You crack open the tube, you have the frosting, you have the cinnamon rolled up in the dough. They're super easy to make, and they're tasty. I mean, they're fine. But you know, I've had homemade cinnamon rolls, and those rolls in the tube, they're okay, but they don't come close to what a homemade cinnamon roll tastes like. So I don't mind eating the Pillsbury cinnamon rolls. It's just not one of my favorites. It's not one that I love. You know what else falls into that category? Microwave popcorn. Now, I love popcorn. When I was a kid, we had a popcorn popper. Not one of those air poppers. If you've ever seen one of those air poppers, back in the 70s and the 80s, they created these air poppers so that you could popcorn without having to use oil, which is okay, except the oil is part of the flavor. Cook it in oil, cook it in butter. That's where you get the flavor for your popcorn. When you were popping popcorn with hot air, you got the kernels pop, but it was like boring popcorn. It was like eating those styrofoam peanuts. You know those packing peanuts Amazon uses? Those air poppers just ruin popcorn. I'm from the old school. To pop popcorn, you put oil in the pan. You heat up the oil. Not a lot of oil, like a tablespoon or two. You put a couple kernels in. Put the lid on the pan. Wait for the kernels to pop. Put the rest of the popcorn in the pan. Move it around so it doesn't burn until it's all done popping. That's how you make popcorn. Now, I know the microwave actually pops the popcorn. I get that. And I know they put flavoring in the packets. But microwave popcorn just never tastes the same. It's not the same. You can get Orville Redenbacher's theater-style popcorn and throw it in the microwave. It doesn't taste anything like theater-style popcorn. No matter what flavor you get, it tastes like microwave popcorn. Even if you put seasoned salt on it, it's still microwave popcorn. So I've never been a big fan of microwave popcorn. It's just not the same. I'll eat it. I'd just rather not if I have the choice. Another one of those prepackaged foods that I just take a pass on usually is those craft slices. You go to the dairy counter, you see those packages of Kraft American cheese slices, or on some packages it's called cheese food. Yeah, look at the fine print sometime. It must be some restriction, some FDA regulation. They can't call it actual cheese, so they call it cheese food. Yeah, I don't do those slices, and I blame my mother for that. My mother taught me how to order cheese at the deli counter. You go to the supermarket, you go to the deli counter, you see what cheese is on sale that week, Land O'Lakes, Black Bear, whatever, even the store brand, and you have them slice off a half a pound of cheese. It's usually cheaper, and it's always better. And these days, the way the deli counters are working, 
You can just go up to the case next to the deli counter. They already have packages of pre-sliced meat and pre-sliced cheese next to the deli counter. So you don't even have to get the fake cheese slices anymore. But I know some people love that stuff. I don't get it. It doesn't have flavor. It doesn't taste like cheese. It tastes like a close approximation of cheese, which is what I think it is. Along these same lines is Spam. Now, I know that there are some people who love Spam. I don't know what Spam is, and I don't want to know what Spam is. I've had Spam. I've had it on a sandwich. I've had it fried with eggs on top of it. It's okay, but it's not something that I would incorporate into my diet on a regular basis. I just wouldn't. People rave about Spam, and I don't get it. I just don't. You may be a Spam fan, and more power to you if you are. But boy, I'm not joining that club. I just can't. Now, this next one isn't really a pre-prepared food in the sense of the Kraft cheese slices or the Spam, but it's one of those ready-made foods that you can get when you go to the gas station, when you go to 7-Eleven, when you go to Wawa. You know those hot dogs they have on those heated rollers? They've been on that roller since 1974. And the sausage rolls, too. You've seen the sausage rolls next to the hot dogs? They've been there just as long. I know people love those hot dogs. I see people order them all of the time. And I guess they're fine. But just the idea of a hot dog on a roller for who knows how long, it's just one of those things I can't wrap my mind around to think of as a good snack or a good meal. I mean, if you love them, more power to you. But you can enjoy them without me. Now, all that said, there are a lot of the prepared foods and the pre-processed foods and the pre-packaged foods that I absolutely love. And I'll eat them all of the time, at every opportunity. For instance, I was complaining about the Nestle Toll House cookie dough in a tube, but I will eat raw cookie dough, as long as I've made it myself. Now, I know that's not pre-processed. I know that's not pre-prepared. You actually have to put some effort in to make it. But when you make homemade cookie dough, even though it's bad for you to eat it, I eat it. Because there's nothing better. It tastes so good. I grew up eating that. My mother would make Toll House cookies. We would get to lick the beaters, scoop out the remainders in the bowl. I'm sure she left stuff for us so that we would have a little treat while she was making cookies. One of the reasons that I learned to bake was precisely because I wanted to make Toll House cookie batter so I could eat it. There's something about that combination of ingredients that's just perfect. It tastes so good. So yes, I'll eat raw cookie dough. You just heard me complaining about spam, what's in it, who eats that. Well, there are some pre-prepared meats that I do eat that you have every right to question me on. For instance, bologna. What exactly is bologna? Does anybody really know what bologna is? I'm not sure anyone does. I mean, we know what ham is. We know what turkey is. We know what roast beef is. We know what chicken is. What exactly is bologna? I don't know, but I will eat bologna all of the time. I like a good bologna sandwich. I'll eat just slices of bologna. Take a slice of bologna, take a slice of cheese, real cheese, not the craft slices, roll them together. I'll eat rolled bologna cheese slices. I think it's delicious. Heck, two pieces of bologna on two pieces of white bread? That was my lunch more times than I can tell you back in grade school. Bologna sandwiches on white bread, a little bit of mustard, delicious. Not everybody loves bologna. I happen to love bologna. I've got another meat product on the list too, and I know this is going to gross some people out. But have you ever had corned beef hash from a can? I mean, I've ordered it at a diner. They probably use the can too, by the way. But I have ordered corned beef hash in a diner, and it's good there. But I like that Hormel corned beef hash that you can get in a can. Now, if you've never had it, it's kind of disgusting. I readily admit that. 
you open up a can of Hormel corned beef hash, and it looks like you're opening up a can of dog food. It does. Smells like it too. But I'm taking them at their word. I'm taking them at their word that they've made hash out of corned beef. I won't read the ingredients because I don't want to be disappointed. But if you take a can of that corned beef hash, put it in a frying pan, brown that baby up with a little bit of butter, give it a little bit of flavor, then you fry a couple of eggs on top of that corned beef hash, serve it with a couple of slices of toast. Man, oh man, that's a delicious breakfast. I know, it sounds gross, especially from the guy who said, what is Spam? But I'm telling you, corned beef hash with fried eggs on top? Oh man, what a good breakfast that is. We have something in New Jersey that's kind of similar, and this is going to sound almost hypocritical because nobody knows what's in pork roll either. Some people in New Jersey call it Taylor ham. Some people call it pork roll. It's not Spam. It's not bologna. It's not corned beef. It's not anything that we can identify. It's just something called pork roll. You fry it up in the pan, put a fried egg on top of it, put your pork roll and your fried egg on a Kaiser bun, you have one of the best breakfast sandwiches you'll ever eat in your life. Especially if you get it at one of those little carts on the street, whether it's the guy in the roach coach who makes the rounds at the corporate locations or one of the actual food trucks. If you get Taylor ham and egg on a roll, oh my God, it's so good. I have no idea what's in Taylor ham. I have no idea what's in pork roll. I just know it's really good. There's another meat product out there. Don't ask me why I like it. And I don't like it to excess, but I like it on occasion. You know those Slim Jims that are always in the checkout line at the 7-Eleven or even at the supermarket? I don't know what it is about the Slim Jim, but there are times where I'm in the mood for nothing else except a Slim Jim. There's something about the spiciness. There's something about the chewiness. It's not quite jerky, but it's almost there. I like jerky too, but I mean, beef jerky is beef jerky. Slim Jims are one of those mystery products. I think it's in the pork roll, bologna, spam family, but spam is like the cousin nobody talks about. Bologna's the good cousin. Pork roll is the East Coast cousin. Slim Jim is like the hillbilly cousin. There's something about Slim Jims that's really good. And you know, if you grab a Slim Jim, and again, a slice of real American cheese, or real cheddar cheese, even better, boy, that's a great combination too. So yes, Slim Jim, another one of those prepared processed foods that I actually love to eat. And I'm proud of it, damn it. I mentioned a few minutes ago that I like canned soup. A lot of people talk bad about canned soup. Well, I must have my homemade soup. I have to make the stock from the leftover chicken bones. Or as my grandmother used to make turkey carcass soup, that's what she called it. Because what she would do is she would take the big pot, take all the bones left over from the Thanksgiving turkey, throw that in the pot, fill it with water, and let it boil for a while. That's how she would make turkey stock, and she would make vegetable soup with turkey stock, and all of the stuff that fell off the bones, that would be all part of the soup. And that's how you get a good flavorful soup. So you make your turkey carcass soup, you throw in your celery, your carrots, your potatoes, any leftover turkey you got. That's a really good soup. It's a really great homemade soup. Super easy to make. It also takes most of a day to make it. That's why I like a good can of Campbell's soup. I mean, when I was sick as a kid, a can of Campbell's chicken noodle soup, that was the medicine. My mom would always bring the soup. Here, honey, this will make you feel better. And it always did. Chicken noodle soup in a can. It was great. Tomato soup with grilled cheese. Nobody's making tomato soup from scratch. What do you use? Campbell's tomato soup. You can make your grilled cheese from scratch, but you always dip it in a bowl of Campbell's tomato soup. Campbell's cream of mushroom soup. That was good stuff. And we had all of those soups stocked in our cupboards all of my life. Still do to this day. Yeah, I like other soups. Progresso has soup out there. That's good, too. Campbell's put out those chunky soups where they had big chunks of whatever in there. The sirloin burger, especially good. 
I mean, the little kid in me likes the little mini burgers in there. But there's a lot of good Campbell's Chunky Soups. But you know, I'm happy with the basics. Give me a can of Campbell's Tomato, Campbell's Chicken Noodle, Campbell's Cream of Mushroom. I'm a happy guy. And as long as we're talking about soups, how about the ramen noodles? I know. I know. It's like salt soup with noodles. I get it. Ramen noodles are so bad for you as far as sodium is concerned. I know. I'm not saying make a steady diet out of it. But is there anything better than eating a bowl full of ramen noodles? If you make the ramen noodle recipe just as it is, boy, you can survive for a while, number one. But number two, something about taking a forkful of noodles out of a bowl of ramen noodles, it's so satisfying and so tasty. And with ramen noodles, you can get a case of it for like a dollar. Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating a little, but they're super cheap and they're very good. I may get a bad result from my physical, my cholesterol test may be sky high, but I'll be loving my ramen noodles till the day I die. And by the way, if you want a little twist on your ramen noodles, if you're making it on the stove, and I suggest that you do, while it's cooking, drop an egg in and mix it up. That egg adds a level of texture and flavor. It's so good. Ramen noodles with egg? Excellent little meal. Okay, so we're going to walk away from the soup aisle. We're going over to the frozen foods now. Yes, there are frozen foods that I love. First of all, there's your pizza bagels. Who doesn't love a good pizza bagel? Those little mini bagels with pizza sauce and cheese that they have in the frozen food section. Who doesn't love throwing five or six of those on a cookie sheet, throwing in the oven for 10 minutes, and having a great pizza bagel snack? How do you not love pizza bagels? Almost as good, the pizza bites. You know the ones I'm talking about. They're like little empanadas except filled with pepperoni and cheese and pizza sauce. I mean, pizza bites are so good. I love my pizza bagels and I love my pizza bites. But if I'm not in a pizza mood, The other thing that I love from the frozen food section, and I grew up loving these, I don't remember why. I don't know if I had it at home first. I don't know if I first had it at the school lunch program. But wherever I first had chicken pot pie, there's something about those stupid little pies that I love to this day. Now, I've had real pot pie. I mean, I've made it from scratch. Put the chicken in, put the vegetables in, make the little gravy, have an actual pie crust on it. It's good. It's tasty. It's time-consuming. It takes forever to make. But there was something about those little chicken pot pies. When I was growing up, I loved those stupid things. And when I first moved out of the house, and when I discovered at the supermarket that they were about a quarter a piece for the store brand, oh man, four chicken pot pies for a dollar? Between that and my hot dogs and my Kraft macaroni and cheese, I was set. As far as other prepackaged foods are concerned, I think in a lot of ways, my taste buds are stunted. They may be stuck in my 12-year-old body, I'm not sure. But there are two things that are traditional breakfast things that I still love and that I still eat, despite how bad they are for me. The first one is Pop-Tarts. I love Pop-Tarts. Doesn't matter what flavor. I actually kind of like the fruit ones more than the things like cinnamon or chocolate or any of the weird pretzel ones they have now. Just give me a strawberry Pop-Tart and I'm a happy guy. I don't even need frosting on it. Just give me the Pop-Tart. And by the way, I don't need it toasted. Just give me the package of Pop-Tarts and I'm happy. And the other breakfast thing... Any cereal marketed to kids. I like to think it's because we didn't get a lot of these when I was a kid. When I was a kid, it was rare that I'd have something like Lucky Charms or Apple Jacks or Fruit Loops. If it was on sale, we might get a box, but I always had to share it with my siblings. So you might get a bowl or maybe two. But mom always went for the things that were either on sale or good for you as long as they were cheap, like Cheerios, Wheaties, Kicks. I ate them. I loved those too. I loved cereal. But these days, yeah, I'll get some of the healthy flakes. I'll get some of the stuff that's supposed to be good for me. But absolutely, I'm buying Lucky Charms if they're on sale. 
Corn pops, which used to be called sugar pops. Yes. Frosted flakes, which used to be called sugar frosted flakes. Yes. Sugar smacks. That's what they used to be called. I don't even know what they're called now. Just had that little bear on the box. I don't even know what's on the box anymore. I just remember they were called sugar smacks and I loved them. It's puffed rice with sugar coating. It was good. But the king of them all, Lucky Charms. You get the sweet cereal and you get the marshmallows. What's not to like? So yeah, my kids' cereals still make me happy. I know they're bad for me. I still eat them. Last on my list today, peanut butter. Not just any peanut butter. Skippy or Jif peanut butter. I have to have them. Doesn't matter which one. I like Skippy. I like Jif. I know choosy mothers choose Jif according to the old commercial, but Skippy's just as good. And as a peanut butter connoisseur, and I am, Skippy and Jif are at the top of the list. Peter Pan is good, but Peter Pan has a slightly different, sweeter taste than Skippy or Jif, and it doesn't spread as well. The store brand, the ShopRite label, the Pathmark label, the Acme label, whatever. It's adequate, but it's not nearly as good as Skippy or Jif. You can tell it's the off-label. I know there's the artisan peanut butters out there. I know there's the organic peanut butters out there. I know you can get the equivalent of fresh-squeezed. What do you call it, homemade? Joe down the street makes his own peanut butter and he brings it to the supermarket in plastic containers. I know you can get that. It's never as good as Jif or Skippy. Jif and Skippy are the best peanut butters out there and I eat them on peanut butter crackers, on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, on just peanut butter sandwiches, on toast. Skippy and Jif are my go-to processed, pre-packaged, bad-for-you food, bar none. If you take away my kids' cereals, if you take away my pork roll, if you take away my bologna, if you take away my Slim Jim, if you take away my ramen noodles, if you take away my pizza bagels, just leave me with my peanut butter. That's all I'm asking you. I still love my peanut butter, and it's still got to be Skippy or Jif. Nothing else will do. That's just the way it is. So there you have it. There's the list of pre-processed foods that I approve of and that I don't approve of. And please feel free to share your feelings. I know, everybody's got the foods that they like and the foods that they dislike, and we don't all agree. But I'm betting, for the most part, people agree with Kraft macaroni and cheese and people agree with peanut butter. It's really hard to go wrong and you're not going to starve to death if you have Kraft macaroni and cheese and you have Jif peanut butter. If you've got those two things, you can live a long, long time. I know because I've done it. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. As always, I appreciate all the time that you spend here and the fact that you take the time to listen. You guys are the best, and I can't thank you enough. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves, and I'll see you when I see you.